Welcome to the Men on Purpose podcast, featuring dynamic conversations with emerging and established visionary men on purpose. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the men on purpose who are committed, creative, courageous change makers, living their best, most fulfilling life possible. Now, here's the host of Men on Purpose, Ian Lobos. Hey, everybody. Today on the Men on Purpose podcast, we have a special episode. As you can tell, I'm not Ian. I'm Ian's wife, Meredith, the brains behind the operation. We have received a ton of calls and messages asking us about our lives together and how we do what we do successfully. Rather than interviewing a man on purpose, once a month, Ian and I are going to talk about being an entrepreneurial family on purpose, navigating and evolving in the world of marriage, family, and business together. In the last 10 years, we've met, dated, got married, changed careers, welcomed two kids, built several businesses, had amazing successes, miserable failures, been close to walking away from each other, and everything in between. Things haven't been perfect, but that's not what we're living for. We are curious as to what is possible and what could be when we get past our own limitations. What we are seeking is to live the most purposeful life possible without constraint or restriction for ourselves and our family. In these special episodes, we are going to share our story, who we are, and how we have evolved over the years and navigated the world of family, marriage, and success together. And our hope is that you can take some of what we have learned at home to get to know your partners, your family, and most of all, yourself at a more serving level. We appreciate all of you downloading episodes and supporting us through our growth and the involvement of this podcast. Remember, people who are on purpose take action. So if something you hear today resonates with you, reach out to us by going to our website, ianlobos.com forward slash apply. Let's get to the episode. Hi, Ian. Hi. Welcome to your podcast. (laughs) It is a little weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's our podcast, though. Think about it. I mean, but you make all of the appearances on the podcast. Let's put it this way. As cheesy as this sounds, I am a man on purpose because of you. And that's probably why we're here today. Probably. (laughs) I want to keep you in line. I'm serious. We came up with this idea because the only way my world works the only way I'm able to run out front and do all the stuff that I do, and I tell you this all the time, and now it's yeah. immortalized on video and audio, audio is because of your leadership and what you do for this family, all behind the scenes, the non-glamorous stuff, the non-on-camera mm-hmm. stuff. And we've had all these people reach out for us to help them We've never thought of ourselves as a model of what it means to have a relationship, a marriage, a partnership, a business, a family on purpose. Mm-hmm. And with all the feedback that we're getting, it's that's real. And so here we are. We're gonna have a little chat today. Yeah. So what are we gonna being, what are we well, gonna what are we gonna talk about with everybody today? I think we're just gonna talk about our, our story, our relationship how this how we got here um yeah everything that's transpired over the last 10 years Not yeah well. why don't we why don't we start we from the beginning okay. this is your show my show you do your thing i'm just here to I'm just here to support you so this okay. is going to be a regular before we get rolling this is going to be a regular occurrence Right, so our our branding team, our marketing team, everybody that helps us with our businesses be more on purpose, has said, you know, there's a missing element here, and the missing element that that isn't being shared on the podcast and the other avenues where we market is Mare, because I can't do what I do without her stability, her support, her structure, her leadership. Sometimes she doesn't realize she has, right, Mayor? Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, I'm not out front. I'm not like. Right. So charging ahead, I'm. I I take care of everything behind the scenes. That's right, and it's not that glamorous, or not as glamorous as the front. No. 
So this is this is this is to celebrate, not to celebrate you, to make sure that well, people understand. Well, it's to talk about yeah partnerships right. and how you got to support each other, and it may not look like an equal down the line, like I cook, you clean scenario. I cook and clean. <laughs> Technically, Anna cleans. Well, not after dinner. Sure. For my thing, I would just have somebody that cleans up and runs the whole show for you not to have to do anything except for what you're best at. And then I, it leaves me to do what I'm best at. Well, we'll get there. Okay. So how about we do this? We've thought about 50 million ways to structure this, foundationalize this, you know, make this thing go, whatever. We're just going to, we're going to share our story with you. And then from that, we're going to get deeper into the concepts along the years where we had breakdowns. We're going to talk about communication. We're going to talk about marriage and family and being in business and being business partners, but being also a married couple and partners there. We're going to talk about issues here, issues here, how we talk to each other and make those things work. We're going to talk about not making meaning of things. We're going to talk about forgiveness. We're going to talk about literally everything. We're just going to open up our our world because that seems to be what people want to know. And so we're nobody special. I think we just figured it out at a pretty high level. When no, when quitting is not an option, you figure that shit out. It's not an option. And we'll tell you the story of 2016 and that rocky year. But when quitting isn't an option, you have no choice but to figure it out or be miserable. Same thing with a job. Same thing with money. Same thing with your kids. You either make something change, change something up within you, or you be okay with living with it as it is. Because other than that, nothing else can happen unless you take action. This is your show. My show. Um, just okay. hang. We'll, we'll dive right in. Dive uh, right in. Ian, tell me about the first time we met. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we met, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, like almost exactly 10 years ago. 10 July years was, and two mo- three months. Technically, we met 15 years technically, ago. Technically, if you want to yeah. talk about, you know. We, our our paths crossed briefly. So let's set the we'll set the scene, eh? It's a warm summer day. <laughs> it really was a warm summer day. It's July third, two thousand five, and Meredith's sister um, and her husband Brian were uh, my parents' next door neighbors, and I was. Uh, yeah, I graduated college, and I was back home. And um, I think at that point I had, yeah, I think at that point I bought the condo and Meredith's sister was having a baby and I was friends with them and I didn't know Meredith at the time. And so I went to the hospital to see the baby and there's Meredith sitting there. All, how old were you? 20? I was like 19. Yeah, there you go. So Meredith was 19 and it was, I was with somebody else at the time. There wasn't anything there was anything there, right? It's just, we're in a hospital with a little baby and, you know, so. I don't even think we like directly spoke to each other. No, day. you definitely had an attitude. <laughs> what else is new? You were like, Ugh, who the hell was that guy? I think you thought I was very attractive. <laughs> I probably didn't pay you much attention. No, you had a baby there. I mean, there I, rem- a baby there. I remember meeting you, but I don't, I don't think sure. I really paid attention to And then, so that's July 3rd, 2005. It's an important date. Then what happened is I think our mothers conspired behind our backs. My mother has a clairvoyance. Yeah. Her mom said, she saw me one day and said, that's Mary's future husband. And so we, I guess, both went our you know, ways and, and Mary did her thing in college. And, and, and meanwhile, her, she went to college here in this town where we live currently and where I was born and raised, which makes it weird, but um, not weird. No, I mean, that's just, just how we came to be in the right. same town. And then, um, 
And then you fast forward five years and her, her sister and, and husband came back from a, a overseas uh, working experience and they're having a party at their house. So now it's July 3rd, 2010. For the baby's fifth birthday. For that baby's fifth birthday. And now, and now I, I show up. What are you doing? I have to pee. Well, I'll mute the mic if you need. This is a, this is a, this is a free for all. Oh, this gosh. is a professional. Okay. We're just mics open. We're doing we do our feel thing. A little bit of, of pressure, but okay. Yeah. We're, mics open. Okay. Okay. When, if you need to sneeze, you tell me. <laughs> I'll mute the mic. This is Mary's first time. Everybody look. I've never been a guest on a podcast. She's never before. been a guest. She's never hosted. I listen to them. Usually they're about crime, you know. Yeah, that makes me nervous. <laughs> no, but I, mean, I do I, I, some informational podcasts. I appreciate you getting out of your own way, out of your comfort zone, and getting on this camera and this open mic. People are going to really like this. They're going to benefit from this. We're our mission is to is to okay. inspire and impact the world in a positive, purposeful, and powerful way. Anyway, all right. Let's go. So this doesn't take four hours yeah, for me to tell this story. Yeah, it'll take a really long time. I'll so, jump in. Go ahead. We met at my niece's fifth birthday party. And Ian thought he was real cool. Mm-hmm. And we started, our first date was what, 10 days later? So yeah, I was like, I think he tried hey, to take me hiking. You, uh, I don't go hiking. You want to hang out? Maybe grab some sushi yeah. or something? It was like, hey, I live in town. You live in town. Let's, let's hang out. She was so beautiful. Not was, still are. I just, just I remember that. that. So I remember beautiful. that day. If, if any of you ever see her, she has these dancer calves. Not like pole, so not cool. pole dancer. I'm talking like ballet, like real dancer. I'm just clarifying. I'm clarifying. This, I swear to God, you mark my words. Mark the words on here. We're good. Somebody's gonna want to shoot a reality show because we are, we are, entertaining mess. <laughs> oh gosh. So we met. We started dating. We dated. Our first date was awesome. Five hours at a sushi restaurant, mm-hmm. just hanging and talking, and we just knew. We just our knew. second date was what? Jason Aldean. Our, no, our second, second date was, was rock, rock climbing. climbing. Our third date was the Jason Aldean concert. Yep. Rock climbing. You were terrified, and you pushed yourself. It was. You should have known back I then. I don't do the height. Yeah, but you should have known back then that you were with somebody different that was going to challenge yeah. you, and you didn't back down. I didn't. Well, because I was trying to not look. <laughs> you, had, you had three bras on, I know that. Is that when I picked you up in a windowless van? No, that wasn't that. That was after when you wanted to go boating one day. Oh, right, 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 right. We've been dating a few months before you picked me up in the van That's with true. the boat attached. That's right. Driving down a tiny city street. That's right. So let me just let me just give some context here. For those of you that know us, you might not know all this. At the time, you know, I've been I've been working for and running with my dad, his his shipping business and the, the economy, the economic downturn between 08 and 12 really took its toll uh, on our accounts receivable. Right? We had some clients that we had for you know, 15, 20 years that subsequently went out of business and left us with some pretty heavy receivables. And we just we tried to navigate through that as best we could. So I was I was not making any money. I was broke and I was just I was pawning stuff and I was I was doing whatever I could to 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 take her out on dates and I was living in the warehouse and I was eating peanut butter and jelly on rice cakes, which I still eat today. So it's fine. They're delicious. They are. And so I just want to give you that context. Elevated the ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. No organic almond butter, not shitty Skippy. (laughs) Jif, whatever. One of those junky gross brands. So anyway, the, the point is that, that's who I was at that point. Now, what's important to know is that both of us were lost. I was really lost because my identity was wrapped up in money. Money and success and power, those were my fuel. And so when I started to lose money and, and my dad's business wasn't doing what it used to and I didn't have that, that huge level of money that I was used to, I felt really insecure and insignificant. And one of the reasons I was attracted to merit, it's all has something to do with it. One of the reasons I was attracted to Mare was because she didn't care about any of that stuff. We're all, not all the girls, but girls in the past that I had dated. It was my fault. I put that, I put that foot forward, and 
with Mare, I was nervous because I didn't know how I was going to take her out and be like do fun stuff. So I had to be more innovative or I had to save money to go on a date, which was honestly was new for me. And so I just loved the fact that she just liked me for me. And I was really as simple as it was. And I didn't, I, I don't ever think I had that before that I knew of. I'm sure I had that, but authentically I didn't realize that. I thought, I thought, well, people like me for all these other things. And I was really confused as to how I was. Where did we? Matsuri <laughs> rock climbing. Uh, yeah. Jason LD. Yeah, I just wanted to give that context. Okay. Thank you. You're um, welcome. <laughs> Um, and by the way, we're going to get mics. I just couldn't figure out how to do two mics on this. So our audio is not that great. And we're going to, we can keep going. They'll figure it out. Um, we're talking about dating. We, 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 I feel like we, by what? Six months. Yeah. We knew that we were going to get married. Yeah. I mean, my dad said to me, so I had this boat that I was restoring and my dad said to me, you know, you're going to, that, that girl you got, Meredith, she's amazing. You, you better lock that up. If you lose her, like you're going to really regret that. And I'm like, but dad, I don't have any money. And he said, well, you've got a bunch of junk in that warehouse that you could get rid of. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take your advice. Cause my dad always says, you can, you can take my advice. My advice is cheaper cause I already paid for the lesson. You, were, you can learn from your mistake. It's your call, but mine's cheaper. And so I decided to learn, to not learn from my mistake on that one. So you made me clean a boat bathroom after the black water tank. And yeah, so, <laughs> so I made this decision. It was, it was the end of the, yeah, well, that was, um, that was the end of the year, end of 2010, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The end of 2010, I took my buddies out on this boat that we had gotten. And we restored the whole thing and rebuilt everything and, and we blew the Blackwater tank. And if anybody knows what that is, that's all this bad news. It's bad news. And it flooded the engine bay and, and blew the motor out. And so I brought the boat home and, um, and I said to Mayor, will you help me clean this? So look, here, here's the, here, here's a, here's a, a really interesting thing that like she stepped in and I mean, we're cleaning shit out of an engine bay in a boat. It's not sugar-coated. For all you children watching, it was not fun. get over it. For our children watching one day, get over it. Yeah, I've heard worse. But seriously, it, we, were, we, were, we were scrubbing shit out of an engine bay because I knew that I was going to use that money to buy her a ring. I did not know that. She did not know that. Not know that. Like, that she was motivated without the ring. I, why would, why I would I tell her that? I, I kind of, thinking back on it, I wonder why I agreed to that. Or like what? You loved me. You were infatuated <laughs> with me. <laughs> I know, but thinking now, I would have, now I would just not even entertain that idea. Now you'd be like, uh, um, uh, no. No, that's not something I'm doing. No, no, no. Why don't you just find someone to do that? Yeah. So I cleaned it out. Cleaned it out. And then... And then it was still a few more months before we got engaged. I was planning things. Yeah. We got engaged at nine months in in uh, dating, right? Uh, Yeah, almost like... Yeah, almost ten. It was like just before ten. Yeah. Is there any other, before I tell the ring story, which is a pen and paper moment, as you know, as cheesy as that sounds, it's important. I always, any podcast I listen to, I've got either my phone out with the note app or notepad app or a pen and paper with my journal because there's going to be something. There's a, just, just trust the universe. There's a reason why you clicked on this today. There's a reason why you're listening today. And so you're going to get one thing. That's it. You can't take like 50 things. Your brain can't handle that. Just take one thing from today. Before I tell you the ring story, is there anything else you want to add to dating, your nervousness? You pushed yourself through a lot. I, I naturally yeah. just wanted to do stuff with you, rock climbing, hiking, bush gardens. I wanted to ride every roller coaster. I did not want to ride every roller coaster. I know. After the first one, you were walking funny, and I was like, are you all right? You're like, 
um, yeah, I just not that big of a fan of roller coasters. And I'm like, well, we can leave, and you, and you toughed it out for me. I did. I think I. I mean, I had fun. Not. I. I don't need to do roller coasters like that again. Your children want to. Well, Look, when they ask me to. Let Let's let we'll me. We'll revisit the roller coaster. <laughs> let Let me tell everybody this and you this. I lost sight of how much you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone until like just this moment. Really? Yeah. Why? And I, I, think I mean, like, I, why, 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 why does I, that, why did that come up? Do you think? Because I think that as we go through life and, and as things start to pile on, we forget those initial things that really attracted us or that we liked about somebody. And that was something I really liked. And it was just so natural for me that you were just like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do this. But now looking back and knowing you for 10 years, I'm like, she was terrified and she pushed herself. So I'm actually very grateful going back to those moments for you pushing yourself out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. for this greater good, which later on, I, you challenged me to do when we started our businesses. Yeah. Look at that. It's a high five. Teamwork. Yep. You didn't know that, and I didn't know that until yeah. right now, but well, I really appreciated I mean, that. I think you have to kind of separate yourself from those times to really understand some of them. And that's what's important about these recordings is it helps us gain clarity. It helps you gain some info or some, some knowledge about our experiences. It helps our you know, generation now and in the future, our children, our, their children, and everybody in the world gets to just maybe learn one thing or 25 things or 1,000 things by the time we're done recording all these episodes. You never know what you're going to get. So we're just going to keep sharing. Mm-hmm. So thank you for pushing yourself. You're welcome. Now, I'm trying to think if there's anything really significant about those dates. I never thought, like, with other women I dated – I never thought that you were going to leave. I never thought that you were not into me. Sometimes I wonder, and we're going to talk about this a little deeper on when we dig into like trust and things like that, but I, I, I always wonder why you stuck with me. And we're going to talk about that later. But yeah. that, that was because the person that I was back then, I didn't understand myself. I, I just kind of felt like I was just floating through life and you were basically the only thing that was real to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a facade yeah. relationship. It wasn't yeah. like you were just some arm candy that I was just toting around. Like you were a real, was real depth there. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. No, no, I'm saying that's all for me. Uh-oh. Do you have any comments? <laughs> any comments? No, um, um, yeah, it's weird to think about our dating life or time. It's been doing a um, ten like ten years later, it's 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 so weird to think about that. But it's nice to reminisce. I mean, it it like not weird in a in like a bad way, but it it does. You do kind of realize some things, like you know, your epiphany about me. Yeah, no, I, I think this is really Which important. Means, but you know, it's it. Um, why don't we make challenges for people along the way? Okay. So why don't so maybe this first challenge? Let's write that down. Let's, we're gonna we're gonna challenge you as we discover. As we talk and we discover, we're going to challenge you to do the same in your own relationships with yourself or with your spouse. Yeah, looking back on a time and, you know, I feel like you, we spend so much time or so much energy looking back on times in our lives and we, we think about, like, the embarrassment or, like, the shame or whatever instead of, like, looking back. With anxiety or the pain. Yeah, the yeah. anxiety or the pain instead of looking back and saying, like, Oh, now I clearly see what that was, you know, and I'm not totally. trying to talk about myself, but saying no, like no. you seeing that clarity of like you were pushing yourself to do those things. Yeah. And that might not be something like later on in our relationship that you gave me credit for or that you recognized within me that I had to push myself through sure. things. Now I do. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, so I think the challenge is to look back on a time in your life that you may not have thought about in a while and, and, and thought about what was going on. And yeah, it may have just been a roller coaster, but what else is beyond 
getting on that roller coaster. Yeah, totally. What was happening to set foot on that roll internally? I really like that. I think that's a fantastic challenge for people. You know, we, we, if you've been married 5, 10, 20 years, you're not remembering those dates. You might remember, like, the physical stuff, the sexual stuff, the, the stuff that spiked your norepinephrine or serotonin or dopamine. But the things that actually went the other way and scared you, when you think about them, like, I just had that realization today. I haven't thought about that in 10 years. And we've talked about Bush Gardens. We talk about every year we talk about going back. Right, because our daughter asked us about painting. We painted pottery yeah, that day. and we, we still have it. I remember I was wearing, we a, I was wearing a Camaro shirt. I do remember that. There's a picture that I'm thinking of. I do remember about painting pottery. Well, and I think that's too, is you get so wrapped up in the pictures, like the physical, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The, not the, the actual memories, but the you like looking at the memories. Yes, like our wedding video. Yeah. Yeah. Where for the first time, which we're going to talk about too, the first time I was able to see it from my perspective instead of that third party, mm -hmm. which is the camera. So the challenge is, this is a new segment that we just came we up with. On. <laughs> no, it's a new segment that we've just come up with called "What Challenge Yourself, whatever. So your daily challenge today is to, to think about a relationship, the relationship with yourself or your spouse, and what is something that, that you kind of took for granted from that period of time mm -hmm. that when you think about it and you remove the whatever's going on with you right now, let's just say it's your husband or your wife. If you're pissed off about this or that they don't do the dishes right or that they didn't do this or they do this all the time, whatever it might be, that is a lens that's a cloud in front of you and you're going to judge everything from that lens. And so try and remove that stuff and go back and think about when you first started dating. Again, not the physical, not the stuff that that, 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 ch that charges the internal being up, but the stuff that actually started to break you down. And just think about that. And what's something that you could share with your spouse, like I just did with Meredith, that you are appreciative and grateful for that you didn't even realize you were until you just thought about it with more clarity and awareness today. Mm -hmm. That's a cool one. That is cool. That's a cool one. So where do we go from here, Val? Well, we went to Bush Gardens, then we got engaged, then we got married. <laughs> They're back up. Can I tell the ring story? Sure, yeah. You, still, you actually believe that story? What story? The ring story. What do you mean? Do I, I mean, not I you actually there. believe. I'm not talking about proposal. I'm talking about how I bought it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's real. Oh, so Why wouldn't I believe it? So check this out. Again, pen and paper out because all the stuff that we're going to tell, Mayor and I do not let the day before judge our today. We will not and do not want to be the same person we were yesterday. Bag in the wind mentality, the simplest form of our lives, down to the littlest thing is by design. And I'm sure there's some default that sneaks in there, but, but we want to live without regret. And in one of these episodes, we're going to talk to you about our family mission statement and how we came up with that, how we make decisions around it. So anyway, let me tell you the, the story of how I bought this ring. So I told you that I was broke. And I knew that you know, I had been, I had a lot of money before. We've been very successful in my dad's business. And I got used to that lifestyle. And my parents have always done a really great job of providing a great lifestyle for me to understand what, what, what is, what's, what's possible in this world, literally anything, right? And so I went to my jeweler, uh, Daryl and Hunt Valley Jewelers, and I said, not sponsored. Not no, no. I just I love those guys. It's they, not they, they've taken great care of us for thirty years. Not sponsored. No. Um, and I said to him, "How much can I get for like two grand?" <laughs> and he showed me, and I was like, I got depressed. No joke. And it wasn't my ego, and it wasn't my like my exterior or like that sh that shiny side. You know, the the show off side. I got depressed because of where I was in life. And I had this great person, this great partner, like our partnership had already started. Just, it was just really great. And I, I couldn't buy her that. I couldn't put that on her finger because I knew that I called it a millionaire Valley. 
right? So I, I had gone from this, this millionaire mountain, right? Whatever you want to call it, mindset, money, energy, whatever it was, I just call it a millionaire mountain where I'm thinking about this is where I want to go. This is where I want to go in my dad's business. I'm going, I'm, I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. And then I was at the lowest that I'd ever been. And, you know, money and resources and time and energy and understanding of myself and friendships and relationships and everything was just was was in this valley. And I called it a millionaire valley because I had to tell myself that I had to tell myself it was a valley because at the other side of the peak, I was going back up. Right. And I didn't know it back then. I wasn't big into personal development. I wasn't studying. I wasn't doing anything like that back then. But I had talked to my dad and my dad was like, dude, this is this is a storm. It will end. It is temporary. We're going back up. Don't worry. But the universe did this to teach you something. So don't wiggle out. Don't try and fight this. Stay in it. Be in it. Learn from it. And it will naturally just bring you out. You're not designed to be flat broke living in a warehouse. That brain that God gave you did not. That's not what it's created for. And so that's when my dad told me limitless possibilities. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, he says, son, there are limitless. So I have this tattoo on my arm, limitless possibilities. And that's when my dad said that. There are limitless possibilities for you in this world. This is just a temporary stop for the universe to teach you something. So I decided to sell that boat. And I decided to sell a bunch of my guitars and a bunch of them watches and a bunch of stuff that I had. And when you just if you've ever been broke and you've been desperate, when you pawn stuff, you get jack shit. For, for, yeah, I mean, you don't get value at all. And so I pawned everything and um, including <laughs> what? <laughs> including a ring that I had from a previous engagement. Oopsie. <laughs> it wasn't an oopsie back then. I'm just kidding. It was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a, it's a long story. And, and it was a cool. Save that for another no, day. No, it was, it was we'll, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> It was not a mistake at the time. It just—I wasn't meaning oopsie like, like that relationship was. No, oopsie. no. I'm just meaning like oopsie. I. I think I made choices too quickly, through. and and I wasn't as solid as I thought, and it was just—it was okay, a, moving but anyway. So, I put together a pretty large sum of money, and I go back to Daryl at the jewelry store, and I said, "Show me what you got in two carats." When he said, you don't have the money for that. And I said, I, I do. I, technically, I do. And I said, but it's all the money I've got in the world, like right now. And um, I make the decision like that. What? That's just, that's a, um, an intense decision to make, all the money you have in the world. That's all I had in the, really, it's all I had. My cars had money I mean, on I, them. I thank you for it. I know. So here's how I made up my mind, right? I, I, I said to myself, and I said to Daryl subsequently, and, and the diamond guy that was there that night, you know, I said, look, I want, here's my goal. My goal is I want rep, what represents where we're going, not where we are now. And, and just take a second to think about that, because I had this vision of where we were going, the life we were going to live, the life we were going to build. And I didn't want to see, and not that there's anything wrong with this, but I didn't want to see like this little tiny, you know, what, what, what I could have bought at that time was just a speck, you know, in good quality diamond and, and, you know, not just some junk, like it was a speck. And I, it wasn't even as thick as the band. Like I was, I, I felt this, no, I can't do that because that will lock me into the world I'm in now. And I, that's, that's as strong as I, I felt so strongly about that. I was going to sell blood, whatever I had to, to make the money that I needed. Yeah. I was just going to say, you weren't like, there wasn't an ego. Well, mm -mm. an ego attached to the size of the ring in that moment. It was no. a, it was, a, it was a vision. A vision. Yeah. A vision. Yeah. No, there, honestly, there was no ego. It wasn't like, man, I got to get this sick ring, big, so so Mary can show it off. Like, I, I didn't care about any of that shit. All I cared about was her and I. And when we looked at that, that ring represented where we're going. 
I did not want it to represent the valley we were in and where we are were in that in that time. Anyway, I'll talk about ADD on the next podcast. <laughs> so, um, I said to Daryl, "Let's go for it." And Daryl was like, "That's not a smart move." And I said, "Let me tell you why it's smart." And I told him the valley and, and peak story. And I said. I want this ring to represent where we're going, not where we are. And when I see this ring, I need to see where I need to get back to because not for ego or for the money, but because that's where I'm designed to be. And I didn't want her to feel like this is it. And this guy won't reach or stretch for me. This guy won't push for me. And I thought about what it was like, you know, if I were her dad thinking about this, you know, her other sisters have successful husbands and, you know, I, I, I wanted to make sure that if I ever had a daughter one day, I, I wanted her to find somebody that would push themselves too. And so that's how I ended up pulling the trigger. And, and Daryl said to me, are you sure? And I said, yeah, because at the very end of the day, if it doesn't work or if I can't figure it out, um, I'll pawn it, I'll sell it and I'll recoup some of the money. And if it works, then it worked. And that vision exercise that I did that day, actually for a couple of weeks, I kept thinking about this. Is this a good idea? Is this smart? Frankly, really what I did was I bet on me mm-hmm. and I bet on us. Yep. And I think there's one of your first lessons right there is even when the chips were against us and, 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 and I think everybody says that and we we're walking to school two ways uphill, whatever, like everything was stacked up against us. I, as much fear and anxiety and, and you'll hear about our business build and the fear and anxiety that I felt and felt even with that, if the level of fear and anxiety was at 98, my level of confidence in us was at a 99 or a 98.5. It's just a little bit over the amount of fear and insecurity and pain we were feeling. And so that day when I bought that ring, I didn't buy a big ass diamond ring for my wife to show it off. I bought, I bought a bet on us. And that warms my heart. <laughs> really? I bet yeah, on us that I mean, day. Yeah. And then we just, we, uh, where do we go from there? You like that story, everybody? It was, I think it's a great story. So we got, so I got, I designed the ring and, Daryl did a phenomenal job. Go ahead. No, 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 I was just going to say, I told you what I wanted. You just told me what you wanted. But here's the other, here's the other lesson in that. I didn't want to, like I had, it was, a, it was a ton of money. And I was prepared to spend all of it, which I did. And I knew it wasn't a sacrifice. I knew it was a sacrifice, but not because I knew that I could survive on peanut butter, jelly, and rice cakes. I knew that I could live in the warehouse and I could just continue to be broke until... I figured out a way out and I knew that that ring was like a guiding light. Whether you believe it or not, like not you, but anybody, it was, it was a beacon. It was a, it was a, a way out. Cause I said, okay. And Daryl said to me, well, <laughs> how are you going to get yourself to a point where that's your normal? And I said, that's the scary part. The scary part is part for me is not spending that kind of money on a ring that I don't have. The scary part for me is the work that needs to be done to be able to get myself to a place where that doesn't like buying something like that doesn't affect you or doesn't cripple you. That was the scary piece. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know if I was prepared for it when we got prepared, but I don't know if I was prepared for it as much as I would have liked to be. How do you prepare? Oh, how do you? Sorry, I thought I was just talking to Ian for a minute. (laughs) How do you prepare for something like that? You don't. But we have been, and this is not where you come from. And again, we're going to talk about this on another one in depth. But I've always been taught that you just believe in yourself and you jump. And you figure it out on the way down. And your landing is probably going to be there. And it might hurt Mm -hmm. a little bit. But you just land and dust yourself off or wrap your broken leg. And you just keep rolling. And you had to learn that very quickly yeah, I did. but again it goes back to the roller coaster mm-hmm. it goes back to rock climbing it goes back to boating 
and scrubbing shit out of an engine bay. <laughs> so glad I only had to do that one time. We haven't got our next boat yet. Or RV. Um, we'll have somebody. Not, not for me. Our kids will do it. <laughs> They're too young. Just kidding. So look, this is this is um this is actually very therapeutic for us, I think. Yeah. I think well we also haven't revisited a lot of this in a while. I think we spend a lot of time talking about the present and the future. Yeah. Versus and, and overcoming some things in the past versus like relishing in the past and enjoying those mm -hmm. times for what they for how they impacted us kind of long term you know not just in the moment and the you know and looking yeah. back on them differently like the epiphany you had today yeah i wish i would have journaled back then if i could take if i can give you one takeaway if you already haven't had a takeaway I think journaling for me is one of the most important things because I get to look back on it. I heard, I, I heard that from my buddy, Pat Hyben. Journaling is something that is really beneficial because you get to look back and see your growth and trajectory. Mm -hmm. And you get to see like, if I would have journaled back then, like when we got back from Bush Gardens that day, back to the hotel, which was ridden with mold and they called me Iran. That's what they thought my name was. <laughs> I do remember that because... <laughs> I ran Lobosco. Uh, well, you know your middle initial. If you just if you look at everything. No, that's true. I A N. My middle initial is R, and the guy we stepped up just, and. The brain does weird things when it feeds letters. True, but that thing was mold ridden. It was so gross. But that's the first time I told you I loved you. It was that was it mold ridden that time. Because we stayed there another time. As we were passing through town. Oh. And we just like, we were like, oh, we stay here before we'll stay here again. Possibly. I don't know. Remember we walked down that dark corridor and I was like, this no, I'm not, this yeah. isn't happening. This isn't happening. So I told the we hotel that I was a home inspector <laughs> and I said, I don't mold when I see it and I want a refund and I want out of here. That was fun. But we did have fun in we Williamsburg that time too. But I, but thinking about it, like, I think that it finally was clear that I really was not just in love with you, but I loved you. Like, and I wanted to tell you that officially because unconsciously I was, well, officially. No, I know. But it's so funny how, like, thinking, like, like the, um, the 30 Rock episode that we listened to. Oh, that I want to yeah. be, like, 12 years into a relationship where everything is, everything's easy. <laughs> everything's easy. But it's so funny to, like, talk about those times, like. The first time I said I love you, or like, yeah. you know, we it, it official like we have decided that we're, you know we we have decided we're in this relationship. We're making it Facebook official. Was that first, six months? No, it was no, before it was that. earlier. But it was, but it's Facebook just so funny official. to talk about it now because we obviously were official. You know, like yeah, it's just a, it's a weird looking back on it. It's it, Yeah. It's just so, it's so, it's almost like whimsical to look back on it like that. You know what I mean? It's just time flies though. Yeah. Time really flies. So I think the challenge is go back, go back and, and, and reminisce, but reminisce two layers deep. Don't reminisce about like, oh, remember that time we went jet skiing on our second date? Reminisce about what you were hiding from. Reminisce about... What was scaring you about the relationship or what you were fearful of? Then I think I was fearful before I said, I love you. I was fearful that you might not say it back. Mm -hmm. But once I unconsciously saw that you were pushing yourself mm -hmm. and I even offered you a Xanax. <laughs> and, and I just was like, man, this chick is so awesome. Like, I really love her. And I want to make, I want to make sure this thing goes the distance. And so that was that. Yeah. And by the way, just in case you need to know it again, we are going to have mics on next time because I know there's going to be an elevation or a level difference between my voice and theirs. I'm trying to keep them. Even. I'm a little quieter than he is. Yeah. But for the mics, so. because they're going to have to balance it and you got to oh, make sure that when someone's sorry. listening to it on the radio, it's not like in. You know, <laughs> I feel like that's so us in real life. Probably is. I tone myself down, and then you <laughs> elevate yourself up. No, but like on a normal day, mm -hmm. you have a booming voice. 
I don't think of myself I, as that, though. I mean, not like in a yelling way. It's just booming. Sure. 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 <laughs> no one here comes All right. So let's, uh, let's, let's, I mean, we could go on forever. And listen, we don't have a, there's no set, there's no set amount of episodes. There's no set end date. We're just going to do this thing. As long as it benefits the world and it benefits us, generations now and in the future, we're good. So we want your feedback. We want to know what you think. And we want to know that you are um, ready to be purposeful. And purposeful people take action. So you hit our website up, ianlobos.com forward slash apply. Get that application and jump on a phone call with us. Jump on a phone call with me, with Mayor, or both of us. Even if you're curious right now, don't sit and think and ponder. People on purpose take action. So go to that website, ianlobos.com, I-A-N-L-O-B-A-S.com forward slash apply. Get into action today, especially if you were motivated or encouraged by something we said. And we talked about a lot of stuff. There's a lot of lessons. There's a lot more to talk about, too. So much more. We've got another nine years to talk about. And there's kids (laughs) in there and a marriage in there and some shit storms in there. And there's there's just a lot of stuff in there that... We're going to share. We're going to be open. We're just going to lay it all out for, for any of you to get whatever you need from it. That's our commitment. Open and honest, authentic and vulnerable. Yep. You want to say anything else about this episode? Or we just leave it at our at our Bush Gardens date? Well, we, yeah. kind of, we, were, we went back. We went from getting engaged back to Bush Gardens. No, we never got engaged. You, you missed a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of... Think about it. When we went back to Bush Gardens, was, there was a I, lot of lessons. I know. Well, I forgot about all the things. Like, I knew, you know, as, like, milestones within our relationship, but then I haven't dug through them in a while. That's why we're doing this. Yeah. It's cool. So, we love your feedback. We love your, like, give us a five-star review. Um, write or, Give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or our website or wherever you're listening. We'd be much, much appreciative of that. And I just want to, this is your show. You do the outro. (laughs) Um, I haven't rehearsed an outro. Well, you start with thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. On today's episode. (laughs) Thanks for listening on today's episode. (laughs) I don't know. That's terrible. No, thanks for listening. We'll come back with some more chit-chat. Should we just call this mental purpose fireside chit chat? We should. A Let's do fire. one at we'll our fire pit. Yes, fire. yes. Okay. <laughs> then it'll be really a. Well, we'll come back and we'll get into the nitty gritty. But we'll do stuff like this. Like I want to. I want to. We'll keep it structured loosely, right? Because I don't like structure. We'll keep it loosely structured to where we've got a challenge. Yeah, I like that we episode. I like that we had that epiphany. Yep, we'll have a pen and paper moment where we're talking about some deep stuff, um, and we'll we'll discover while we're talking, we'll discover things that we that are two and three layers deep that we that we have discovered. So so we'll have a, a challenge and an encouragement for you to do something like a homework, but homework's stupid. So let's have an encouragement, right? So we'll tell our story. We'll have a challenge. We'll have an encouragement. And our encouragement to you this time is to. What? Is to. We're encouraging everybody to. <laughs> to take action. To take action. To take action not only for yourself, but for your life. So take action in your relationship, whether it's with yourself or your spouse or your children or your parents. Go back and look at something from a, a time that you remember that was really good. And go a couple layers deep and think about what you might have missed, what you were grateful for, what you appreciated, what you missed. Journal that out and then share that with somebody and enroll them in the possibility that you've created around that, what you just learned. So that's it. I can talk, I can do this you for freaking yeah. hours. I love this stuff. I'm, I'm so committed to growth and development. It's not even funny. So committed. Now I gotta be committed to having this camera stay focused. Whatever. Yeah. So what is the other what's the other encouragement in action well, take? The website. The website. Clicking apply. If if 
if something resonated with you today, um, go to Ian's website and click apply for a, a discovery call. Yeah. Go whatever you want. It's don't don't stress it and don't be like, oh, how much does he charge? It, none of that comes into play. None of it. It's my, just a combo to dig a, a little combo. deeper. And my goal, and Mara's goal on those calls, and we have hundreds of coaching clients around the world. The, our goal is to is to give you as much value as physically possible that you will never forget that phone call. You'll never forget that experience. That's a commitment. You'll never forget the time that you called us and said, guys, I heard your podcast and my mind was blown. I've never heard a better podcast and I have to have you in my life. All right, let's wrap. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> All right, listen, just so you know, what's coming up and what you, what schedule you can get used to before we absolutely wrap this thing is we've got the episodes are going to be, Meredith and I are going to have at least one episode a month, so you can look forward to that. And again, ianlobos.com forward slash apply, reach out to us, ask us any questions, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, find my phone number, text me. We are committed to helping people go through their transformations to become the people that they choose to be, right? So it's going to be at least an episode a month with Mara and I. We've got at least one or two episodes with my partner Aaron and I who are doing coaching in the Front Runner events, which Front Runner events are freaking phenomenal. So if you want, you can reach out to us and find out about those. And we're going to have at least one or two guests like we normally do. So this thing's going to be powerhouse. Powerhouse. Now you can wrap it. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll catch you next time. (laughs) See ya. Thanks again for listening to the Men on Purpose podcast, where our mission is to educate, elevate, and activate every man to truly live their best, most fulfilling life possible. To find out more about the podcast, our guests, or becoming a man on purpose, visit menonpurposepodcast.com and choose your most purposeful path forward.